You are now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast. Whether you are a new collector or a seasoned pro, on a daily basis, I cover topics to help you grow your hobby knowledge and strategies to make you money in the market. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about prism football, sort of, but it's mainly going to be about the target release that another another release essentially sold out in a matter of, I don't know, 30 minutes. Like I saw I saw someone post about it, um, and then I and it couldn't it couldn't have been honestly like 30. It was uh, I think the post said 30 minutes old or something. And I went to check, and it was already sold out. And, I mean, that's basically what happens when the, the cards, actually, like, the boxes go into the store, too. And I'm just wondering, you know, it's, with sports cards, I think this has always kind of been, or not really always been an issue, but it's been an issue over the past year or so, has been the the people going into Target and going into the Walmarts during the restock and always knowing when the Panini person's going to be there and buying out all of the packs. And everyone always talks about the kids and no one else can get the cards and all that stuff. And I understand all that stuff is annoying, but I think that, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's, to me, it's a little bit, it's a little bit interesting that people are so like upset about, not being able to get the cards. And I, I understand that opening packs of cards has always been kind of the, one of the more important parts of the hobby. It's like how people get into it. So not being able to find these packs and not being able to find the boxes can be tough, but I think you can get into like breaks and stuff. And that's, that's one option. And I understand that's not the same as opening the packs yourself, but I do think that as we're seeing this phenomenon go on where people are just camping outside the card section waiting for the cards, I think that breaks are now becoming more important to the hobby than they were. And and I think breaks are one of the more important industries in the hobby itself because it's one of right now, it's one of the only ways that people are getting that they're opening car opening packs of cards and getting them essentially. Like you could buy the boxes online, but you're going to be paying double, triple, even four times what you would be paying for if you were be able to buy it in the store. Which I mean, those those hot, those boxes, I sort of I I've talked about in the past the boxes that are at Target. How can they, how can they fix sort of the system that they've created where the boxes are worth double or triple, and like for because for Panini they don't want that. Like if you're a panini, if you're and and if you're panini, you don't want people paying double or triple for your product because that's not money that you're making, and it's not like sure they want people probably to make money in the hobby so that way it keeps them around, but they don't want people making money off of the products that someone bought and then resold. If that, I, at least I, at least I would, if I were at panini, that would be my mindset. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that. So, and then the other issue. That's happened, and I think it was Fanatics. It, it, it was or Fan Edge. I think it was either Fan Edge or Fanatics that came out with a Prism football box, and it sold out in thirty minutes. And then Target recently came out with their boxes that sold out online in about thirty minutes. And I think that they may need to switch to an all online, an all online uh, drop process. Like you know, with sneakers, they do that. And obviously there's bots and obviously there's issues with reselling and, but, but the, I think the, 
the interesting thing, and I know it's not, it's not apple, it's apples and oranges there. It's, it's a little bit hard to compare the two, but like people do complain about bots with shoes like when nike does drops or anybody uh, like when yeezys come back and all those all the all the shoes that do drops people don't necessarily they're not like they're upset that they can't get them but i don't think there's ever a time where it's like well i can't get them so i don't i don't know i, I like i said the comparison is kind of a, it's not exactly one-to-one so the it's just i think that sports cards should be taking more of that approach though that's kind of the thing that i want to i want to discuss and i understand there's bots and i understand it's hard for companies to kind of do that but i think that realistically what i think should happen is that panini should they should probably just be doing they probably need to take target and walmart out of the picture and they need to just sell these boxes for themselves uh they probably and I don't know how you do it. I don't know if you make like a, a a limit on how many they can buy. I don't see this is the this is kind of the technical part that I don't really exactly understand. That I don't know how you would counteract because the bots are obviously they're going to be involved. Like there's no way really to because if the sneaker industry hasn't figured out how to counteract bots, like the sneaker the sneaker industry has been doing drops like this for however long, or they need to. I don't know. I guess it's tough. It's it's the sneaker industry has never really been able to counteract some of these bots and maybe it's just that they need to maybe they need to distribute the boxes to local comp like local card shops instead of targets and walmarts because if i'm panini i would definitely i would be uh i would be more apt no i would i would want card stores to make the money than rather than target or walmart because they don't target or walmart don't need cards card shops that's all they've got is the cards so switching over from the target and walmart drops to bringing them to the card stores or maybe even it's like i don't know how crazy this would be but if panini wanted to open up their own card store like if they if they could i don't know where you would start i mean maybe you start in you start in maybe a big city. Maybe you start in like a New York or maybe you start in Boston or LA or somewhere like, or, or somewhere in Texas where they, I think that's where they have their distribute dis, distribution. But I think opening up a Panini branded card store or teaming with another one. And then that being the Panini store, I think would be maybe another option, but I'm just kind of brainstorming ways that they can get around the ways they can get around and get people the cards that want the cards. Like, cause obviously with the bots, like you can't really limit per customer. Cause if you do, if you limit per customer, even with the bots, what you'll find probably, and, and I don't know if this is accurate. Like I said, I don't know that, I don't know the technical uh, situation with bots. Like you, you just have a bunch of bots. Like you have a hundred different bots all by five. If the limit's five, I don't know if that's how, if you have to do, I mean, there has to be a way around it. There has to be a way around the bots. And and Panini, I think, has... They've done a few different things. They've done, like, the Dutch auction. They've done the selling directly from the store or directly from their website. You've seen Tops do the... You've seen Tops do the thing where... With the, the Bowman Chrome Xboxes, which are coming back, which I 
probably will. I might do an episode about. I may or may not because I don't. I don't know if there's a full analysis that I need to do on the Bowman Chrome X product, but so that product essentially what they're doing is there are. I think they said there's, I forget the exact number, I think they said there's 100 boxes, and you put in a bid what you would pay for it, and I think I think how it works is if your bid is, if your bid is in the range where other people bid, then you pay that much for the box. I think that's how it works. I forget exactly, you know, I probably should actually look it up and figure that out because I was confused last time when they did it and then I figured it out and I probably just need to reread the directions to figure out exactly how it's done. So it looks like they did switch up how they're doing it this year apparently. The, um, I'm looking on Cardboard Connection and says changing from 2019 the Drop X release has tiered pricing with cert with a certain number of boxes slash cases allocated at different levels. Uh, this means that the the people buying first at the lowest level will buy around three hundred or sorry seven seventy dollars per box and three fifty per case, and on the higher end, it's going to be a hundred ten dollars a box and five hundred and fifty dollars per case. So, I am. I mean, it looks like that's total. That's a different way, and I think that would be. I think the Dutch auction is how Panini should do it more often, and this is obviously not Panini, and this is this is Tops and the Bowman Chrome X product, um, and I think this, I mean, this product, I think is, I think it's, uh, I think that is a new thing. I don't know if this is, and I don't know exactly if this means that somebody could just buy all the somebody I'm imagining I don't know StockX of all companies probably has some way to counteract bots if I had to guess um cuz I don't I'm thinking does StockX doesn't really do exclusive drops now that I'm maybe they do I'm not 100% sure if they do or don't but at least from my knowledge mo StockX is mostly just a website where people buy and sell clothing and shoes and stuff so I, I'm not sure if this is maybe new for StockX to do it but I'm sure if like I said if anybody has a if anybody has a way to do it it's probably StockX so I'm um, imagine so there <coughs> the way that it looks like it's broken out here is that there's 50 boxes at $70, 65 at 75, 65 boxes at $75, 110 at 80, 200 at 85, 250 at 95, 200 at 100, 75 at 105, and uh, 47 boxes at 110. So I'm imagining that they are actually they actually want to price this product or between 85 and 100 because that's why they put the most. That's why they put the most. Uh, amount of boxes in that in that price tiering i think maybe the 70 dollar boxes are for the first ones that are buying and i'm guessing that's probably what it is if if that's how it's if that's how it's going to work and i mean maybe you even i don't know maybe the strategy is you go you go for the 85 dollar boxes and you buy a bunch of them because that would or actually because you would want to buy a case so like and then again it would be 60 for 350 which i think it says that they're doing a thousand boxes and five hundred, a thousand individual boxes and five hundred cases. So it's giving people an option of what they want to do for this for this product. It's giving people the option if they want to buy the individual boxes or if they want to buy a case. Which there's five bo five boxes per case and there's one card per box. If if you remember last year, it's the it's the green. Uh, Bowman Chrome X Refractor uh, in the PSA slab, which I talked about, I think, 
I think last week at some point, and I was talking about that I didn't see, I hadn't seen any news about the product, and then literally maybe two days later, uh, I saw that Phil Hughes had a, had tweeted about it, and I was like, oh, okay, so they're they are going to be doing, uh, they are going to be doing this product. So I thought that was kind of cool. So how you would maybe this is a way that they do it with with Panini. Maybe you do, maybe this is exactly how they do it, and they say. The boxes, and the only problem is maybe they would have to raise the prices of the boxes. Like, I think I would rather, if I were to choose, which which I would rather do, I'd rather have them raise the prices of the boxes than make more of the product. Because I think raising the prices of the boxes, you're already paying, some people are already paying that price for it uh, from somewhere online. And I don't necessarily, and if there's, I think if the boxes go up, in pricing, I, I think that there would be less people willing to buy all of the boxes, and I mean, I mean, I may not even be correct here, and maybe we're still in a in a fever pitch of the hobby where even if you raise the boxes to thirty five dollars from twenty, the 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 blaster boxes, that people would still pay seventy dollars for a box, and you're still doubling your money. Where if you if it's twenty, you're tripling your money at the seventy five dollar price point, which I think some of the boxes will go for that, some of them won't, but. I don't know. I just think that there's got to be a way for Panini to get these. And I, I actually, I talked about this. I don't, I don't remember what episode, but I know I've talked about this in the past. Where Panini needs to get the car, needs to get boxes of cards into collectors' hands because it's still such a strong part of the industry. That and maybe it's kids, maybe it's even adults that are still ripping boxes and want boxes of cards. I guess maybe it's that that's what it is. And I think it's. It's much different, and I think this is another kind of difference between now and like the 90s was mostly it was all hobby boxes, and the hobby boxes, I mean, those were fairly cheap con compared to where they are now, and I don't know if that means they should just go back to just hobby boxes or if they should go back to whatever, or just packs. I don't know exactly what the solution, the solution would be, but I'm just saying I think that, let's see, I mean, I think – if Panini were to either do Dutch auctions or if they were to do um, some sort of drop like this where it's like they have the tiered pricing or I think another way that they could do it, and this is kind of a, a situation where I don't know the technology of bots, so I don't know if somehow they know when these cards are dropping. I would say if they want to go with like Target or Walmart, I think instead of putting the cards in store – I think if they were to do exclusive drops, like instead of, um, let's just say they allocate 3,000 boxes to however many targets all across America, I think if they were to on just a random day at a random time to just drop the boxes, like I don't know if this is where like a bot would get a notification that the boxes are dropped, and I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if that's how it works, but if that's how it would work, obviously this would kind of be an issue because then the bots would buy all of them, but if if they were to just do like on a random Tuesday at 11 a.m. or or a random Wednesday at like 6 p.m. or something like that, if they were to just drop like the boxes and say there's a restock, or even I think if they were to, yeah, if they were to just drop the boxes and say we've restocked all the boxes on the website and they were to just do drops of, like I said, instead of allocating the 3,000 boxes on one day to all the targets around around the country to on that day just drop 3,000 boxes on the target website so that way realistically anybody should have the opportunity. If the, if the bots are created and they have this sort of um, – if you, if, if, if you don't know, I think it's just they have to figure out a way to 
make it so people don't know when it's going to drop. So that way it gives people an opportunity. And I understand that maybe even do one where you do tell and then one where you don't. I think there's just a bunch of different ways they could drop these boxes online and not have it in a way that and get it get them at value so or at, at cost so that way people can get the get the boxes of cards. And I think I don't know, maybe that's a solution, maybe it's not, but I think that's something that I was thinking about what they what they could do. And I don't know if it's that mean that would mean you work with all these companies or you partner with like a not a Target or a Walmart, you partner with just like random stores and you just drop them at like random stores. Like in I, I guess that maybe some sports stores, like maybe like champs or something like that, or like I, uh, or like Olympia sports or, and maybe those Olympia, I think is a Northeast company. So you may not know what that is. It's just, it's basically just like Foot Locker and champs. If you were to drop them at those types of stores, I think that would be an option. I think also, I just think that you need someone there to police. If you're going to be doing these drops, you need someone there from Panini who's going to, who's going to police the, how many people get. Like, I think, I think it's like, if you look at shoes, like draw, like, like I said, Olympia sports, they do drops there with, with Jordans, uh, champs, Foot Locker, they'll do shoe drops with, with like Jordans and or mostly Jordans, but some Adidas shoes, but like, or you, or you have these, the, the, um, the, what's it called? The employees, they're the ones that are policing it because look, if, if, if you have to, if, if it just doesn't make much sense if, if you're able to buy the box and then sell it for triple, like if, if you make it harder for that to happen, I think that would then make people do it less, I guess, if that makes sense. And I understand that's kind of, that's what people's business is, but I think it's it's, and, and and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with buying all of the boxes and reselling them online. I just think that it, for the for the industry, there could be other ways that people get the boxes. I just think that there has to be some sort of other, uh, there has to be some sort of other way that people can get these boxes, and I at cost or if if it's not at cost, it's it's thirty five dollars instead of twenty dollars. Maybe it's they raise the price. I don't know. And these are just kind of the, some of the things with what happened with Target just selling out extremely quickly. Because, I mean, I was lucky enough that I got some of the WNBA boxes when they released on Fanatics. So, I mean, those came in the other day. I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to open them or if I'm going to keep them. It's kind of weird because it's like a Fanatics blaster box. So, it's it's it was a $50 box. So, it has like $50 worth of cards in it where the regular retail blasters, I think, are only have the $20 worth of cards. So I was able to get some of those. So it's like, I don't think it's, it shouldn't be impossible for people to get them. And I think you just have to figure out a way to, you need to figure out a way to surprise people with these drops and not, and in order for other, in order for people to get them, I guess that's kind of, that's kind of the main point. Um, but that's all I've got for today's episode. So I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you for subscribing on iTunes. If you do that, if you haven't, please, please subscribe. If you want to leave a review on iTunes, that would be phenomenal as well. Thank you. And make sure you follow on all the social medias. Thank you, everybody. I will see you in the next episode.